Hello, everybody who is listening, and thanks for joining another episode of The Plumped Serpent, the podcast about nature connection, well-being, and self-empowerment, with your host, Isabel Bloom, and my guest today, Sarah Jagar. Sarah is a holistic health coach, embodiment and empowerment mentor, yoga teacher, and cultural anthropologist. She's also the co-founder of Back to Balance Academy with the intention to make it normal for women to embrace and celebrate their menstrual cycle and experience hormonal health so that they can thrive. Besides holding space for mindset and energy transformations, her emphasis is on creating practical and sustainable changes by designing a cycle-friendly lifestyle. Hello, Sarah, and welcome to the Plumped Serpent. Hello, Isabel, and thank you so much for having me here. It's a real pleasure. Yeah, it's a real pleasure talking uh, with you because your approach with Ines uh, in the Back to Balance Academy is quite unique. I've attended one of your free webinars and it just <laughs> the light bulbs just went on. Um, please tell our audience a little bit about, about this approach of integrating the, the feminine cycle in, into the livelihood and also the business of, of women. Mm, yeah, first of all, thank you for your feedback. And like, as you said, you know, like, this is such vital information then once you hear about it it really changes everything like how you look at life as a woman because and you know it's so vital it's so important that we should get this information when we are growing up as little girls before we are getting our first period but the reality is that most women they don't hear anything about it Like I often, you know, on workshops, I hear from women who are, let's say, coming up to their 50s and they're like, why is this the first time I hear something like that? But then they go, okay, you know, like at least I will be able to pass this on to my daughter or to my children. And um, yes, we at Back to Balance Academy were trying to, to turn this around and make it normal for every woman to have this awareness of their menstrual cycle and how it's affecting every part of their being and every part of their life because it's really like our menstrual cycle it's our inner programming and if we are not working with it if we don't know how's it working if we don't have like the instruction sheet uh, then we are constantly working against ourselves. And that is why, you know, we see now so many women getting ill with autoimmune diseases, hormonal imbalances, breast cancers, PCOS, ovarian cysts. Um, like I think one of the most performed surgeries on women is hysterectomy. So the re removal of the uterus. And it's all steaming from this fact that we are so disconnected with our inner cycle. And this is our inner nature. We cannot deny it. No matter how hard we try to push against it and go into the opposite direction, this is uh, who we are. Yes, so true. And you mentioned really some crucial points here. It's this Anyway, it's this narrative that we that we have to function in a certain way. And in our society, in the Western society, in, in a kind of linear way, we always have to function the same every day. Like, like we were robots where you can push a button and Doo! now you're kind of <laughs> working, but that's not the case. And We have forgotten anyway our nature in, I don't know, every aspect, I, I guess, really every aspect. We are so far away from, from a natural uh, life. And the cycle, as you, as you mentioned, is really a, a very, yeah, a very 
obvious sign, at least for women, that there is something cyclical going on inside of our bodies. Um, as you said, we can't deny it. It's really obvious. And when did you realize that you are a cyclical being? Because you have a kind of very busy um, um, past concerning, concerning your, your career, as I know, as far as I know. Mm. Yeah, so it wasn't like a one-time realization when I was like, oh, okay, here's the menstrual cycle, so let's just change everything around. It, it was really more, it was quite a long journey, I can say. And it was like slowly coming the awareness from like different parts. And I guess, well, of course, how it started, it started with my internal struggle. Because as you mentioned before, I had this, I was trying as many women do now to function and be successful in this linear society. And I noticed that I'm not able to show up every day the same. So I was like, it was really annoying me, you know, like I was like, why cannot be this, you know, productive? And because I noticed, you know, like a few days a, uh, a month, I was really good. I, I had enough energy. The communication was flowing nicely. I could get everything done. I was focused, productive. I had lots of energy in the body. And then the rest of the days in the month, it was kind of like a different story. It was very fluctuating. So I was <laughs> trying to come up with ways. How can I be the same every day? How can I be at this top performance day in and day out? And of course, like I was just failing and failing attempt after attempt because uh, I was going against myself and it's simply not possible. Because all the four phases of the cycle, they are as different as the four seasons of the year. So, you know, we, you know, when we look outside, like now here, it's, it's getting winter. Like I have a lot of layers of clothes on me. And it's obviously that in summer, I wouldn't do that. It's completely counterproductive. But when it comes to our cycle, we don't think that we need to make the same changes. We need to eat different foods. We need to um, focus on different activities and so on. Um, and so, yeah, it started with this internal struggle that then led me to burnout. <laughs> it's um, this pushing against. And then I moved to New Zealand. I turned my lifestyle around completely. And I guess the awareness started really coming from the connection with nature. And I can say that nature really was my biggest teacher. And, you know, we see the changing of the seasons in nature. We see, I see the nature outside as a direct reflection of the nature inside or like the other way around. And um, I started doing um, a course. It was called the Rite of the Six Moons. So I started getting this awareness of like the lunar cycle and the lunar cycle is connected with the menstrual cycle. And this is how, you know, women in the past, they were all synced, they were aligned and they were all together in a tribe in a community bleeding on the new moon. And that's how they were um, kind of tracking their inner cycle as well. So I started becoming aware of, the nature in me of the lunar cycles but then um well it didn't happen at that time yet <laughs> because then i started um i studied nutrition i studied yoga and i started working with women and there was still something missing you know with like all these tools and um and practices that we have it was still very hard for me and for my clients to, to keep this consistency. And um, I, had like, I have like a little story about how I figure out this about the food, the nutrition and my cycle. I was doing a, a, 
14 day cleanse. It was like a really nice program. I was doing it um, first time for myself. I had great results. I was doing it with my clients. They had great results. And then I think like a year later, I did it again. And I had, um, it wasn't a good experience. And I was trying to figure out why, what was the difference? What happened? And then I realized later that I started in a different part of my cycle. I started just before my bleeding phase. And that is definitely not a, a phase in the month where you need to start cleansing and like putting things out of, removing things out of your diet. So, because that is the time when the body is actually in need for more nutrients because it's building the uterine lining. It has to, it's building. If you, if you think of that, the body every month, it builds a new home for a potential baby. It's a huge process, huge. Imagine how much energy and how much material goes into building a house and the body is doing that every month without us being aware of this there's so much going on and um, that is why we also need to adapt how we eat so this is how the nutrition part and awareness of the cycle came in and then it also started happening with uh, with my movement practice with my exercise because again like I, I saw that I'm not able to stick <laughs> with, you know, okay, let's do like a 30 day, whatever kind of movement was it, whether it was like yoga, some sort of yoga style following that or doing, I don't know, like a strength challenge, a plank challenge. Like I couldn't go through with it because I was feeling the resistance inside and my body didn't have the energy every day to do that. So um, for when I was doing the teacher training, we had to write like a um, paper, like a little thesis <laughs> at the end. So I started researching uh, because that's something what I, I love doing. I love doing that as I was studying cultural anthropology um, and researching into like the history of yoga and women, how they were practicing in the past because yoga like the most um, forms that are being taught now. And it's a little paradox because we see yoga now as more, yeah, maybe more like a feminine thing and stretching and all these things. But in reality, they were created by men for men. And uh, so there's also like a big chunk of the feminine body and the feminine needs missing from these practices. And it's a lot about discipline and sitting still and so on. Um, so I started uh, looking at how could I create a practice that is aligned with my cycle. And I started, um, yeah, bringing more of this, like more fluidity into it and more going out of the box of, um, focusing on the alignment in the poses and bringing more softness and more space and more openness for just being and the space for personal expression as well. And um, because as I said, like the normal yoga practice can be sometimes quite strict or um, yeah, like a closed space where we need to discipline the body and train it. So, yes, that is how uh, then um, uh, from this awareness, then like if everything clicked, like my work then as a yoga teacher, combining, wrapping the practice around the cycle, as well as like in the nutrition, adapting the programs and how we eat for for our cycles that's really and, wonderful so all your experiences and and your your um, your insights and your knowledge just came to a full circle then <laughs> it makes total sense 
And um, as you said, in our society, we are not at all trained or educated to observe, to observe ourselves, to be attentive what is going on inside of us, to be attentive what is going on around us. We're just so trained to be like so narrow-minded and to be so focused on one thing and to to achieve something, maybe a goal, a goal or or uh, whatever you know what is what is worth in our society. And you said, especially as women, when we think of our womb as a space, there is space. So we also need to give ourselves space to open ourselves up and to receive. And there is a, such a bunch of information going on. You just, you just need to listen. <laughs> and um, as you said, from your, from your experience as a, as a yoga teacher, um, I made the same experience. I um, I'm more in the in the Chinese tradition um, from the Taoist perspective, but uh, when I studied this, um, it was quite obvious that there is a difference between women and men. They they had a different focus um, during the practice because. Um, the energy is flowing differently. There is this cyclicity. Um, yeah, there is a difference and we have to acknowledge that. <laughs> so, and yes. we can also um, use that for our benefits. It is really interesting when you dive into this and when you, when you, when you look at it. And as you said, as an anthropologist, you also very well know that, and you mentioned it also at the beginning, that there was a, there was a kind of culture and is still in some cultures around the, the menstrual cycle of, of women and especially also around womenhood. And um, it is really interesting and quite unique that you, that you bring this into the business world. Mm. Um, how, how are your experiences with, with, with uh, women who are attending your workshops, who, who come from, from the business side or who, yeah, who'd like to maybe perform then like a woman in the business world? <laughs> yeah. So I think maybe... Um, aligning our business with our cycle is a bit more challenging than maybe changing our foods or changing how we move how we exercise because and that is yeah you know like we as women especially I don't know if we're entrepreneurs or whatever we do and we're passionate about it we want to uh, you know we want we're we're working for it all the time. It's like a, a little baby that we, you know, we want to bring this out. So uh, the downside of this is that <laughs> we, we don't stop. <laughs> and we put so much energy and so much care and so much time into it um, that it's hard, harder to then really... Um, I see that for women, it's really, really hard to take a break, a pause, or, and not even like rest. This is like, the rest is like an advanced thing. Um, but just, you know, pause and slow down. This is already, I, I know it wasn't like in my schedule for many years. And even like, now, the more that I allow myself to rest, the more I can see how this is actually making me more productive. But I still struggle with sometimes, you know, feeling guilty about it or like, oh, should I really, you know, just take like the whole day off and like focus on myself? I really should be working. Um, and, but again, also in our business, if we know, what are what kind of energies every phase of the cycle brings and 
you know, because our brains work in a different way in every phase of the cycle. And this is all like, what is running the show at the back are our hormones. Those are the ones who are fluctuating and influencing how we feel in our body, how much energy do we have, how much mental clarity, how much can we be productive, how do we feel emotionally, all these things. So when we know that um, for what a certain phase in our cycle is like the most um, optimal for the activities to do, then we can adapt our workflow, then we can adapt how we schedule our tasks, how we schedule our activities. So for example, um, in the menstrual phase, as I mentioned, it would be really best to take it slow, take a rest. And as I said, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't mean that you're not doing anything at that time. It can be a really productive rest where you can just, you know, um, you're shut off <laughs> all external influences um, and go inward. And at that time, if you allow yourself to do it, your creativity will naturally flow because at that time, we're also very, well, we're intuitive all the time, but at that point, we are most connected with this. Uh, we're on this threshold, this line of life and death because the cycle is, is ending and like we are really in this like primal energy we're really connected and if we allow ourselves to root and ground this energy we have access to this deep body wisdom and this intuition so it's a great time to make decisions or to um, yes to set intentions for like what is it that we want to create in our lives in our business and create a vision for it or a lot of times, um, for me, it also happens that this is actually like, like the most productive phase where ideas are just flowing through and, you know, you maybe <laughs> you draft a new program or you write a book chapter or something like that. So um, there is no need to be afraid to slow down and take a rest because the rest, the rest will wait and the benefits that you get from this are uh, massive and uh, it, as well in the business world as well as just like in your for your health because if you don't rest during your menstrual phase it's like you wouldn't sleep at night it's so important and it will keep you know month by month it will keep uh, fighting off a little bit and a little bit of your energy and your health if you don't rest and then when we move into the next phase, the follicular, it's like the, the new cycle begins and we have this fresh energy. We, have, we feel stronger and more energetic in the body. So it's really in business as well, a great time to, to take the new steps, to be courageous, to take leaps of faith, to just go forward in the direction of uh, of the vision that we created in our, in our menstrual phase. And this is actually the time when we can benefit from embracing our masculine energy. Because uh, this is also really important to say is that you know, we, we need the masculine energy as well. Because otherwise, all these visions that we create in our little den, in our womb, we need this push, we need this activation, we need this fire to bring it out into the world because without the action, the vision you know, will just stay a vision. So um, that's the time to do it, the week after the period and then continuing on to, to, towards our ovulation phase where we are really like at the peak of our feminine energy and magnetism. And... Um, Obviously, at that time, our body is, um, is prepared for, um, for a potential pregnancy. We're fertile. And uh, we are radiating out to the world this, uh, this magnetism, this, 
because our bodies are still made, you know, like we're we're like we're animals. We're like still, you know, part of nature. So our bodies are at that time. Uh, our skin is more shiny. We look more radiant. Our boobs are perkier. We are designed to attract a mate at that time. It's just how it works. So, but how we can use this in business and in our life is that we use this natural magnetism to amplify our manifestation potential and to really affirm like, what do you want to attract in your life? And like open yourself up to receiving opportunities, people, new clients, collaborations, and asking yourself what else is possible at this time and really enjoying in this natural flow of, um, of your cycle and of your femininity. And then we go into the last phase, which is the longest phase and can be also kind of divided into two parts, the luteal phase and also known as the PMS phase. And that's the most challenging phase of the phases for me and for a lot of women. And well, in the first part, we still have quite a lot of energy. So it's like a good, good time to get things done. And we are, our mind is very detail oriented. So it's a great time to finish up projects, do, you know, like any paperwork you need to finish and just like wrap things up. And um, then in the second phase, we start, uh, it's a good time to start retreating and coming, spending more time alone, spending more time in nature. And that time, I think the most crucial time to really spend lots of time in nature to ground ourselves. Because what happens often is that women experience overwhelm and anxiety um, before their period. And this has, when you understand why this is happening, it also becomes much easier. So why this is happening is that we are coming to the end of the cycle. We need to, it means we need to finish something. And for that reason, all the things that we haven't finished are coming up. Suddenly, all these things, all the tasks, all the things that we said that we're going to do, all the things, whether that was this month or a year ago, um, everything that we have kind of on our plate is just like bubbling up and it's like there dancing in front of our eyes. eyes. And it's very easy to feel, feel overwhelmed and anxious because of it. But um, as I said, our mind is, at that time is very detail oriented and it's also very critical. So usually, or like kind of, out, kind of automatically, that critical mind turns against us. <laughs> so that, keep, that adds to that overwhelm and emotional um, roller coaster at that time. But if we take a moment and like step out of this and use this critical mind to see, to look at all these things that are bubbling up, we can use this critical mind to help us determine what are the things that we are letting go, what are the things that we need to remove, that we need to let go, and what are the things that are worthy of our focus and we are willing to take them into the next cycle. So that um, one author, her name is Suzanne, oh, oh, I forgot her surname. She's, a, she's the author of Four Seasons and Four Weeks. And she calls this phase the deconstructing phase or end the firewalk phase. So it's like a little initiation that we go through as women at the end of the cycle. And this is so beautiful because every month we have this opportunity to evolve a little bit more. And that's the beauty, you know, like we are not racing to the finish line but we are just going in circles. So with this awareness that, you know, like 
whatever it is that you kind of didn't manage to do or however you call it in one cycle, there's going to be the next cycle where you have the opportunity to go deeper into that. So yes, in this phase, it can be challenging to, to absorb all of this, but it's a very, it's really a power phase uh, where we can strengthen and um, it's like yeah, activate our inner warrior <laughs> as well to help us, uh, yes, evolve and really go back to our, to our instincts and again to our intuition to really see and discern like what are the things that are important in our lives. Yeah, as you said, it's all about balance and integration. And we are beings with both energies, as you mentioned, the, the male and the female energy. So there is, there are these qualities. Uh, we, we can uh, adopt both of them and integrate both of them into our lives. And it is really... It is really again about observation, observing ourselves, and and not not judging what is going on, but um, really looking at what is going on, and then taking taking the, the the benefits also from that, and and not not seeing it as a bad thing <laughs> when we when we can enjoy rest because it nourishes our body. And for me, it's so astonishing sometimes i mean people nowadays do so much for 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 good performance and and to to be healthy and be young and be whatever <laughs> but uh yeah they don't acknowledge that their own body their own being their their own nature uh, mm. as you said and so it is really, as you said, it is really a challenge also to, to dive into that because we, we, we are so trained to function in a certain way and, and to turn this around, it also needs kind of um, self-empowerment, courage, um, and, and, and to be rooted in ourselves. And that is something that... In, in my perception, a lot of people lack. They, they just flow around. They just are not present and not rooted in themselves. And uh, as you said, there are so many practices, <laughs> so many, <laughs> so many yeah. that you can, yeah, sometimes you're kind of overwhelmed. <laughs> what shall I do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So it is also about finding your thing. Mm. And, and that is also something people always want to have kind of um, formulas, blueprints or whatever. But they, they, they have to find their own thing, what, what is really working for them. And um, that is also th something that you, um, that you offer, as I guess, that you offer possibilities, but like like the the women um, need to learn about themselves and and need to um, set their own their own kind of of, of schedule or um, or behavioral practice as as you found for yourself. Um, in your experience, how hard is that for for women to do? Mm. Yeah, thank you for bringing this up. And yes, definitely, like I see this um, with the people I work and like in general, that, you know, like, and also with me, like I always wanted, you know, just give me this blueprint that I can follow. <laughs> but it never worked. It never worked. And um, yes, I always like really encourage women to, to find what works for them. And I always um, emphasize, you know, that they are, um, they are their own guide. They have the authority. It's their body who will tell them 
what is the right thing for them to do and not me or not any other teacher and you have to learn to listen to yourself and especially when it comes to the menstrual cycle it's so fascinating um like i talked with many women about their experiences and they are so different we are experience them in so many different ways and uh one thing is um one factor here is for example uh that brings a big difference is whether we are menstruating on the full moon or on the new moon it brings a really different energy so i noticed that uh women who are menstruating on the full moon they feel more active also on their bleeding phase and they don't necessarily feel that need to to rest as much at that time they are very energized and then they have the low energy after um whether whereas women who are bleeding on the new moon they really feel the need to more to cook cocoon inside to retreat to just to be with themselves and um then of course there are all the other um factors whether i don't know you already have some hormonal imbalances or like some conditions that are making maybe your period painful or not maybe you've never had um or maybe you don't have a period or it's very irregular so i always tell that you know also what i've been what we've been going uh through just be- a little bit before about the phases and how and their characteristics it's just like one expression so if uh, also women who are listening if you are experiencing it maybe in a completely other way or the opposite way that's perfectly fine as well and um i want to touch upon one thing that you said before that was you know it takes courage actually now to change from this linear way of living to the cyclical and it's very true and it's definitely also not an easy journey and it's also not a quick shift because we have to adapt uh bit by bit every areas of our lives and it also involves of course other people it involves our partners our families our children and how we communicate about our needs to them or to people we work with to our co-workers or if you are in a job even yes again to your co-workers or even to your um superiors and they are there are countries who where um they practice um well they have the menstrual leave for employed women so women can take a day or two off when they are on their periods um from what i l- heard and read about this is that even those countries who do have this there's still so much stigma about it that women don't really um take advantage of it because they are ashamed to say so we still have a long way to go <laughs> with all this and um but yes like when you come to yourself maybe it starts with or maybe like if you have a family if you have children you can i know when i've been working with women and family with families they say you know like um uh, they talk to their partners maybe the partner is you know that day taking care of the food cooking dinner taking care of the children and um and also talking to children from you know from when they were young you know like mommy is resting today because she is on her period and that is how how this works <laughs> and um one of my friends she uh, actually like her husband made it's i always think of that of that because it's so beautiful um you know like those little signs that you put on the door for hotels you say like it's the 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 room mm-hmm. is occupied yes so they made this out of wood and um you know it's written uh, queen for one day or like mommy is menstruating uh and you know mommy is has 
per day in the room resting and you know the others are outside doing their own things taking care of themselves so that's just like one example of how we can you know communicate what we need and um, to the people around us and also yes like also for um, in our business that would mean saying no to a meeting or rescheduling a meeting or then when you are already aware uh, about your cycle and if it's like pretty much predictable uh, you can plan advance you can plan that you don't have you know social events or like meetings or whatever like even us we yes. <laughs> we decided right i thought i thought about it uh, right right at the at this moment <laughs> yeah. yes yeah yes so we decided you know we checked in with isabel and said you know okay um this two weeks we it's not the best best time to do the podcast we are more in our resting phase so let's let's meet up after that <laughs> And that's perfect, you know, and it's so beautiful that we women can have now this open conversations and say these things and uh, bring in it, like, uh, approach this as a normal thing, not as something that is a disability or a disadvantage, because we, we you know, because we're not able to do it or because we, you know, we don't have this energy, we don't have we're not capable mentally or something like that. But this is how I felt for many years. And I know, um, you know, we've been women or probably especially like in the business world or like all women, I think we've been, we live in a very toxic culture that is all the time bombarding us with these images of what, uh, you know, perfect, modern, successful women should look like and be like, and what, what does she do? How does she behave? Um, how does she dress? How does she, you know, all these things. And it's this like this superwoman syndrome that is implanted into our mind. And it's very, it's very damaging because these standards are completely unrealistic. And uh, I do believe we can be superwomen, but the superpowers, they lie in our cycle. They don't lie in us uh, trying to be a robot and just you know, uh, pushing against ourselves and trying to please everyone around us and um, yeah, shape our body in any way or form to um for some external gratif gratification or for somebody else's joy and pleasure yeah, yeah. I, at least it would be a beginning if we start by being true humans <laughs> Maybe the superhuman can follow afterwards. <laughs> it's a kind of, it's a kind of evolving process, as you said. Um, yes, it's again, it's about awareness, not not only about ourselves, but also about others. And we are just confronted nowadays or what it means that we are not aware of what is going on um, and what has been done to us on, on many levels. And um, we really have this opportunity to dive into what we are, what we truly are. Um, yes, we, we are kind of animals, as you said, um, and we are also divine beings. We are, we have this, we have this, we, we are the universe. I mean, <laughs> for me, it's just, for me, it's just mind boggling what, what our true potential is. And um, with your approach, this is a way to, 
really dive into this. What does it mean to be uh, a human? What does it mean to be a woman? What does it mean to be a cyclical being? Um, what does it mean to be connected to yourself and, and to nature um, also, as you mentioned? Um, yes, there's so much to, to explore and to, and, to, and to learn and to try out also. Um, it is really this thing, just try out, try things out and, 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 and look how they are working for you. And um, yeah, be aware what is happening when you are doing these practices or when you're changing your diet or whatever you do um observe and and really yeah um analyze that's what you have your brain for <laughs> for example <laughs> um yeah you use what 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 is inside of your body i mean your body is such an amazing being it's incredible <laughs> as you said there is so much going on without our uh, our intervention <laughs> um, uh, it is really it is really absolutely amazing um, so yeah I encourage every woman to dive into the cycle and when you're a businesswoman get in touch with Sarah and Ines they're, they're really doing a, a wonderful a wonderful I, I wouldn't call it job I would call it Mm. they're kind of on the, you're kind of on, on a journey right and you're you're also on a journey with other women and that's uh, that that's what I what I really appreciate um you said that you talk with women and you also listen and you 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 integrate what you hear and that's the thing it's it's constant involvement also with others and and not only uh, for ourselves but also to the, to the greatest good of all and yeah, to to the people we get in touch with because that there there is an interchange between human beings and isn't that wonderful that we can share and learn from each other Yes, it's amazing. And I really, I'm so grateful for being here and being able to share my experience and yes, my little journey and mission with your, with your audience, Isabel. Yeah. And thank you also for your, um, like for your input and like how you, how you see this connection with with nature and like this disconnect with we have as human beings from nature outside and inside and yeah i think it's so important to to raise these topics to bring them out to people to really yes raise the awareness of of this uh, because it's become so normal you know it's become so normal that we live in our heads all the time and that we are disconnected and the fact is that the lives that we are living are right now designed to be disconnected so we need to make a conscious choice to reconnect and to take time out and to just be and to feel instead of think Yes, that's that's so true. As you said, it is really a conscient choice. It is up to us what we want to do with ourselves, our body, our career, whatever, our family. Yeah, name it. <laughs> All aspects of a of our lives. We are we are free human beings. We we have this thing we call free will yeah maybe some philosophers uh, deny that but <laughs> <laughs> at least at least um, we can choose as you said and um, when you'd like to uh, choose and learn to integrate your cycle into your uh, life 
please get in contact with Sarah and uh, where where can people reach you so um I guess the best way probably would be um maybe if we pop up down the link tree where they can find on the links so me and Ines from Back to Balance Academy are mostly present uh, on Instagram we have a Facebook group for women it's called the Cycle Alchemy Circle and um yeah also on LinkedIn so yeah that's where we share the most wonderful Thank you very much for this insightful and joyful and very nourishing uh, conversation we had. Thank you very much, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you, Isabel. My pleasure. And you who are listening thank you very much for your attention and your presence i really appreciate you and uh, when you'd like to learn more about how you, you can connect to yourself how you can uh, empower and transform yourself i invite you to check out my website plumpedserpent.net Or you can also join me on Patreon, where I share some bonus content, digital downloads, and additional resources for my guests, as for example, Sarah. So, yeah, I see you there. And may the magic of the plump serpent be with you, to the greatest good of all. <laughs>